Hello and welcome to this edition of the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful Hampton Inn and Suites, Matthews, North Carolina. And actually, it's 41 degrees and rainy, so I don't know how much about the beautiful part. However, I am enjoying a very hipster, high-wire, high-pitch mosaic IPA from Three Rings Brewing of Asheville, North Carolina, as I listen to the police sirens run down the main track. So in the last six weeks, I've been pretty much all over, from Florida to Georgia to West Virginia to Virginia to North Carolina, back to Florida, back to North Carolina, back to Georgia, Florida, back to Georgia, New Jersey last week, which was a, a big change, finally got to see a little bit of a temperature drop, and this week I am in North Carolina. So due to some family going on, I, I spent, my wife totaled up, I spent a total of possibly eight nights in my own bed during the month of October. You know, fortunately, I love my job, and fortunately, I love coming home to my family. So October started with a testosterone-fueled guy's rafting trip down the Upper Gauley River of West Virginia. Now, the Upper Gauley is one of the most advanced whitewater runs in the eastern United States. I did not know that until I was outfitted with a life vest and was listening to the safety lecture as we barreled down some gravel-paved road of West Virginia in a 1974 psychedelic painted bus driven by some guy named Turtle or Cooter. And the trip was intense, to say the least. Uh, we managed to navigate six Class 5 rapids in under two and a half hours. And the raft guides, these guys were total studs, you know, having to... Uh, to spend your weekends and your afternoons uh, in a rubber raft with a bunch of hacks that know nothing about paddling could easily wear on anybody's nerves. You know, we managed to lose one of the members of our group on the infamous Pillow Rock Run, and I'll, I'll put a video up. Um, had I seen this video before I got in the raft, I probably would have had some reservations. However, we did pick him up downstream, or he was picked up downstream by another raft in our group. You know, and it was at that moment that I really started wondering how often vacationers die or they end up writing checks that their body can't cash while they're trying to relax and enjoy themselves. So do some research. Vacation death, it's legit. And I'm not talking about jumping the border into some third world country or city or being taken captive by the local bad guys. I'm talking about a well-planned out vacation where you decide to push the limits of your physical ability or put your safety in the hands of someone whose elevator just doesn't go to the top floor. And of course, there are certain things, just like with regular life, we have no control over. Air disasters, train derailment, the random food poisoning, cruise ship sinking. But situations you can avoid can easily be summed up in four, five simple words. Leave your ego at home. At Chateau Relaxo, we regularly take family vacations that involve some sort of an adventure. But, of course, my wife or I usually bet the situation out before we sign any kind of release. And it's not always that the safety involved in what we're doing, but knowing the limits, both physical and mental, of those participating. For example, several years ago, one of the kids wanted to do a zipline course in Hawks Nest, North Carolina. And it's Hawks Nest, that part of North Carolina is just absolutely gorgeous. And they have, I think it was about a three-quarters or a mile run of uh, steel cable and platforms that kind of took you down through the valley. Well, a few years prior to this, that uh, 
that child had wanted to do a, a high wire course and backed out about 50 feet into it. And so we didn't want to have a repeat of that. So the day before, we actually took them up and let them eyeball the first platform and that, you know, two or 300-yard run of cable down across the uh, the wilderness. And needless to say, you know, they decided it wasn't for them. No need to make them do anything they didn't want comfortable with. And besides, no one wants to deal with someone losing their mind 200 feet above the ground on a small 10-by-6-foot platform. Plus, it saved us a few hundred bucks. You know, that being said, an adventure while on vacation can teach you a lot about yourself. You know, a few years back, we were on a much calmer rafting trip when another one of the kids decided that they wanted to adventure into cliff jumping on the Watuga River. Now, they were a pretty good swimmer and had a life jacket, so they got the nod. Go for it. Let's just say they learned a bit about themselves once they hit that 45-degree water on a, a fairly warm summer's day. You know, for me, I'm an avid fly fisherman, and I've spent decades reading uh, wading streams and reading water. You know, one frosty February morning, I was up in the North Georgia mountains and managed to take a wrong step off a submerged rock and ended up in water over my head in about three-tenths of a second. And then right after that, I was uh, quickly swept downstream in some sub-50-degree weather water. Managed to kind of turn situate my body so my feet were going downstream uh, ahead of me and kind of guided myself over to some shallow water. But, you know, subtly flooding a pair of waders and can add an easy 10 to 15 pounds of weight to you so you're not quite as buoyant. And plus your body, you know, goes into shock. I mean, I was in roughly waist-deep water, took one step, and next thing I know, I'm submerged on it. So, you know, it's again, it's one of those things that you just kind of have to try to hopefully keep your wits about you and and uh, position yourself and, and, and kind of remove yourself from the situation as quickly and as efficiently as possible. We've also done several destination warrior dashes. And if you've never heard about of a warrior dash, it's kind of one of those, uh, I think they call them adventure course races. In the case of the warrior dash, they're usually about three miles long and have anywhere from 10 to uh, 12 different obstacles along the way, anything from rope climbs to uh, running through tires and running across hay bales. And I think they usually, most of the events end with a, uh, a jump across a fire pit. You know, and they're fun. I mean, so long as your body can withstand a, a 5K littered with some obstacles, you know, it's not it's more fun than it is dangerous. And, of course, hey, there's free beer when you're done. We also managed to visit and wade through the crystal museum that is what they call Rio Secreto down in Mexico. And according to their website, this is where the history of our planet is written on the myriad of geological, geological formations. You know, this was a half-mile underground tour through the stalactites and stalagmites of a water-filled cave. You know, and the best part is anytime that you strap on some kind of gear for a uh, an adventure... You know, it, it automatically makes you feel like you're a total badass. In this case, uh, we got helmets with lights and walking sticks and wetsuits, but it was a blast. And, you know, most of the time those, those places have the, uh, the obligatory please exit through the gift shop where you can buy a picture of yourself experiencing the, the wonderful time that you just had. However, that being said, though, when we finished, they did have a, a huge food bonanza and a two, you know, two out of the three of us ended up getting food poisoning, not me, because as I continue to eat like a third grader, my stomach and intestines seem to get stronger and stronger as age passes on. So what do you do about staying alive while you're on vacation? 
you know, it's really not that complicated. If you can't swim, stay away from the water. No scuba diving or rafting. Scared of heights? Stay on the ground. Don't parachute. Don't hang glide. Don't zip line. Don't rock climb. Don't like horses? Don't ride them. Weak stomach? If you're away from home, it's not the time to expand your food choices, especially if you are overseas. You know, if you're some somewhat unfamiliar with the place, you know, look it up on YouTube. You know, the way that video is so prevalent nowadays, more than likely somebody will put a clip on. Clip up. I wouldn't always trust Yelp or, or TripAdvisor or even your neighbor. And in the case of me, if your L1 through L4 is totally trashed, don't ride a roller coaster. A bit more food for thought. Those releases that you blindly sign, believe it or not, they're pretty ironclad. You know, think about it. If your income stream relies on those releases being held up in court, if something goes sideways, you better believe that several lawyers wrote it. And one last tip, listen to those safety lectures. But remember, as Mike Tyson once said, everyone has a plan till they get punched in the mouth. So this one was a short one. Thanks for listening. Safe travels, and have a great day. Hey, wait a second. Don't go. Make sure you check out all the blogs over at HypeAmerica.com. From food to travel to just general life humor, we cover all the topics. Thanks again.